All right, day 167. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right, so Amos, the book of Amos. Uh, man, we are moving right along in our modified chronological right, right, right. Uh, uh, plan. So this is our, what, second prophet? Yeah, yep. so Jonah, Jonah was yesterday... And uh, now we own my man, Aim. Yeah. So Amos, bro, Amos is uh, earlier, right? So he's after Jonah, 8th century, you know, he's from the South, right? Which is yeah. crazy. He's from the Southern Kingdom after the kingdom split with Solomon's sin. But he goes and prophesies to the North. Right. So God calls him. He's like, nah, bro, I need you to make that move. Uh, I need you to go to the North side. I need to go to the North side All and right. let them know what's good, like what's yeah. really good. <laughs> and so what Amos is going to do is uh, he's going to rebuke injustice wherever it is found, yeah. right? Even if it's among other nations and even if it's among God's people. Right. So you see that, like we always say, God is a God of justice, but he's even impartial about how he calls out that justice. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. And God's so I, people I, can get it too. God's people can get it too, bro. Yeah. And I think that's just instructive for us that like nobody is above the um, critique of... Yeah, being called out for right and wrong. Right. <laughs> like, I don't care who you are, where you are. Uh, and so uh, Amos is going to do that here. And um, and he's prophesying early, like at the time of Jeroboam, uh, son of Nebat. So he was the first uh, king of the north. But what I love in chapter one, bro, is that he's just going to go down the line. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but so before we get there, one of the things that I love is you said, you, you know, nobody is above critique, mm-hmm. uh, but nobody is positionally below or low or too low to be able Mm. to bring critique to the highest people, right? So Mm -hmm, what I love mm -hmm. is that Amos didn't go to school to be a prophet, right? He didn't sit with his guidance counselor and say, hey, I'd like to change my major from shepherding to a prophet. You know, I really look up to these guys and and I want to be that. He didn't do that. Uh, he was a shepherd and God calls him, right? And towards the end of the book, he's going to say, yo, listen, I ain't the prophet or the son of a prophet, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't get this from no nobody. I was taking care of sheep and God called me to speak out against this. And so I'm just going to do what God calls me to do, right? So what I love oh, about this book is that, man, even as he's speaking out against injustice, it's not a thing where he's got to go back and like go down, you know, this is my list of qualifications on why I'm qualified to do this. He's like, no, hey, I love God. This is what's on God's heart. God called me to do this. So therefore I'm qualified because of the call of God. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't uh, call the qualify. He qualifies the call, right? Like Absolutely. regardless of our position, if God tells you to do it, it doesn't matter um, what it is or where you are, right? right? He's going to equip you to do the task he's called you to do. Absolutely. So that's, that is very uh, good, bro. I love that. You know, when he goes down this line in chapter one, mm. like he keeps it a hundred, right? Yeah. Like he's not holding any punches. You feel right. what I'm saying? Like, you know, Damascus, Gaza, Tyre, Edom, Amon, Moab. And like this, the thing that struck me is how, or that always strikes, strikes me, like how similar the injustices, the injustices we see like in the modern day. Right. We're there in the ancient, like injustice is as old as time. Right, 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 right. right. People been wilding, right? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like Damascus, he's like, yo, y'all are using iron sledges 
to pulverize other nations. You're going to use this like symbolic language. Um, Gaza, y'all were involved in this slave trading, right? Tyre uh, was on the same wave. Oh, although they were like ancient snakes, right? They would say, yo, we're going to make a treaty with you and then go back on it. So right. just like all of this stuff. And what's interesting, bro, is that, uh, um, again, uh, it, just geography, right? Knowing right. geography is really dope. So all of these nations all surrounded ancient right, Israel. Right, 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 right. So it's like this like circle. So yeah. Damascus is Northeast. Gaza is Southwest. Tyre is Northwest. Edom is Southeast, right? And so across the Jordan, you got Ammon and Moab. And so all of these, but all of this is setting up what he's about to do. Right, right, so right. He's right. going to go around yeah. <laughs> ancient Israel, but it, but it's like creating this like bullseye because right. Israel is in the middle and he's going to really sting, yeah. uh, sting God's people with it. But I just think um, one of the things that's interesting, man, is that uh, Amos is called to rebuke injustice. Uh, as a prophet, and um, I think um, you know he he does it even even though it's not like popular right. one, but two I think what's clear is that regardless of what it is, uh, God hates the subjugation and oppression of other human beings, Amen. right? Amen. Like, and we should hate it as well. We were made right. in God's image to to rule and subdue the earth, <laughs> but right. not rule and subdue other. Right? No, nah, no, nah, that's good, bro. And I love like the fact that you brought out, right, what God hates. And that's going to be clear as we make our way through this whole book. God's going to say, yo, keep all of your religious stuff. Yeah, I don't care about your offerings. I don't care Mm. about your sacrifices. I don't care about your mission endeavors if you're selling people to pay for for those Bibles, Mm. right? All of that is a wrap. Wow. Uh, But what I love here, bro, is like, all right, so we see what God hates, but it's also clear that God hates it because God just straight up says this, right? Like the pattern time and time again, God starts and he's like, yeah, listen, before I even tell you what I'm going to do, let me just let you know, I'm not going to change my mind. I'm not Mm. going to relent. They Mm. did this. And then God says, no, I'm going to send fire and I'm going to consume their cities. And then Mm. he caps off that judgment sandwich with the Lord has spoken. It is determined. And he says it over and over and over again. So people say, oh, no, 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 no. God really hates this. God's not just a little bothered. God's saying, no, listen, it is, yo, facts. It's a wrap. Mm. Take it to the bank. I promise y'all, I'm not going to change my mind on I've changed my mind on some stuff in the past. I'm telling mm. y'all, I hate this so much that I'm not going to change my mind on it. Um, mm. in chapter one, right, through the first part of verse two, you just see how determined that God is mm. to destroy or to root this out of the mm. neighboring nations. And it's almost as if Israel, right, if they're sitting in this sermon and chapter one, verse one through like two, uh, three, They're like, yeah, amen, amen, amen. And then chapter four, he's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. While you're saying, or chapter two, verse four, it's like, oh, Oh, wait, 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 wait. While you're saying amen, I want y'all to know that y'all can get it too. I'm an impartial judge. Bro, so what's hard, which which is so dope, bro. So Amos is from Judah, right? Right. What, What Amos does, he goes to the other nations. Like you said, amen, amen, amen. Right. Like, no, no, no. I can turn back and critique my own side as well. Right. So we live in a day and age where ah. some people, uh-uh, you can't. 
no, 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 they ain't on that. Right. <laughs> like the other side, the other side, the other side. But Amos is like, no, no, let me turn around and talk to y'all too, because nobody has no blind spots. Nobody has no things that they are not at fault in. And so he's like, God sees it all. Right. And so like, I have to be honest about it all. Now, Judah is seven. Yeah. And Israel, the Northern kingdom is right. eighth. Right. So you would think he's done. Right. Right. With Judah. But then he goes, it's just like, all right, now it's really time to get it in. Guys, like, no, no, no. Now I'm really gonna take these gloves no, up. <laughs> now I'm really finna <laughs> right. like, like give it to y'all. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just more of stuff uh surrounding like human oppression, bro. And right. like you just see God's heart for it. And this is why, like, I think um, you know, we we talk about how this stuff is kind of skipped over right. in, uh, in so many certain Christian circles, they don't talk about these passages, right? But you see why, like, it, it is so clear that God is, like, no, the prophets, like, you see why the prophets, in other words, is one of the most neglected set, sections. Oh, no, no, this is clear. God is saying, like, no, no, listen. Even, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's uh, God saying, no, listen, like, I'm about to give y'all these hands because <laughs> <laughs> y'all about to catch these hands because of the way that you've treated the poor and exploited the poor mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and people that can't defend themselves, y'all yeah. haven't helped them out with their legal representation. So y'all are going to catch these hands. Make no mistake. Y'all are going to catch yeah. these hands because of that. And it's, bro, it is so, so clear, right? That it's yeah. not even just, God is not just this book, bro. It's not just the active things that they've done wrong. It's the passive ways that they've neglected the do right. doing. Yeah. Uh, right, right. And God saying, no, no, listen, I hate that just as much. Yeah, the from the fair trial, I was like, wow, right. like this stuff is just so applicable. You know, the sexual exploitation of like women, like right. so applicable. In verse eight um, of, two, of two, he's like, um, you know, he, clears, he clarifies what they're doing. He says, no, no, y'all are doing this, listen, beside every altar. Right. So he's like, Catch what I'm saying. You're doing this beside the altar of your God. It's only supposed to be one altar. Right. <laughs> it's right. only supposed to be at the temple <laughs> right. that y'all are doing this. So one of the things that the prophets are going to do, this is this will help so many people understand the prophets. Idolatry and injustice are always connected in the right, prophets. Right, 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 right. Every time God calls out injustice, he says, no, you're doing it in service to your pagan God. Right. So, so it's the same thing today. Like, no, no, you will owe, if your God is money, you're going to oppress people to ascend the like socioeconomic scale, yeah. right? Like, so so you just see the connection here. Right. And I think the Bible is just so profound, fam. Bro, uh, our, our worship and our works like go hand in hand. No, that's yeah. it, bro. And then at the end of two, God's just like, I right, listen, I just want y'all to know y'all are not going to escape this, right? Y'all are going to catch these hands. If you're, mm -hmm. if you may be fast, but you're not fast uh, enough. You may be strong, but you're not going to be stronger enough. Your mm. warriors are going to be brave, but they don't have enough courage to withstand this. Basically, God's saying at the end of chapter two, the reservoir of every advantage you have is going to evaporate under the light and the heat of God's judgment mm. and God's glory. And what I love is that God actually gives more time proportionally to talking about what he's going to do towards the injustice when his people are guilty than he is to the surrounding nations, which is mm. helpful for us that God's saying, yeah, I listen, uh, I've got stronger words and critique for y'all who should know better. 
Yeah, like he even says that to Judah. He's like, yo, now nah, y'all got my law. Like y'all know it's, better. Yeah, it's 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 really, really clear. Right. I put this down for y'all. And three, bro, you know, I think the prophets, man, they're just so skilled on the way they tell their messages. So yeah. he kind of comes along and talks about like what uh the Lord did and saving his people. But what he's using it as, he's using like what happened in um and God selecting Israel and saving Israel out of Egypt as a like rhetorical strategy right. for the person who would be like, no, no, no. Like as long as people are saved, right? We don't have to worry about the injustice among right. us. As long as God's people have been liberated from sin, right. listen, we don't have to loosen the Ooh. grip of the sin that's outside of us. Ooh. And so, what Amos is going to show is that doesn't make you immune from God's judgment, which right. is crazy. Yeah, right. He messes with like all of our like kind of Christian and theological sensibilities in this in his text, bro. Right. But in some sense, makes you more fit. Kind of like you were just saying, right? If you are committed to your constant rebellion, right? And so, um, you know, you know, I have known only you out of all the clans of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all. Y'all your was my people. That's why I got to be impartial, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, so yeah, you you see one of the things too. You'll see pride and God humbling the proud, right? Yeah. And um, uh, exalting the humble, which is this thread that runs through the Bible, but especially through the prophets. As well, but he'll just yeah use a ton of pro- uh, poetic like language. So right. God is characterized as this roaring lion here, right? Yeah. Uh, as he was in the beginning of the um, book as well, uh, to point to the fierceness of judgment towards his people. And at the end, like God is like, no, no, like exile is coming, right? And we've talked about exile yeah. and, what, and what that would look like uh, for um, yeah. God's people. So four comes, bro. Yeah. And this is this is hard, and you touched on it a little bit, yeah. but he's like. Come to Bethel and rebel. Rebel even more, Gilgal. Bring your sacrifices every morning. Look, right. your tents every three days. He has this dry humor. Right. Offer leavened bread as a Thanksgiving sacrifice and loudly proclaim your free will offerings, for that is what you Israelites love to do. Right. This is the declaration of the Lord God. So, yeah, very sarcastically, yeah. John would like hanging with Amos. Listen. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's telling God's people to like come through with your religious worship. Right. This is only increasing your guilt before me. Right. Yep. Uh, God hates iniquity with a festival. Isaiah says it explicitly like that. Like God hates, you know, he does not accept our religious rituals without real repentance. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chapter four goes on and it starts to close. And now you have this like almost climax of this first part where God saying, no, no, look, look, look. I decisively showed my justice in supernatural fashion. Like mm. it's not just like these were coincidences like i made sure that y'all didn't have any food to eat but y'all still ain't come back to me god's like mm. i stopped rain on your side of the street mm. and mm. i made it right rain on the other side of the street i mm. sent all the same plagues so that y'all would know no this is me like and mm. i've got an actual beef with it and over and over and over god's saying but you didn't repent but you yep, didn't yep. repent and so what god's saying is this look God saying, yo, the unfortunate thing is this, my supernatural power was no match for your stubborn posture. Mm, You mm, were intent mm. on rebelling. And God Mm. just says, therefore, um, I'm really about to take the gloves off now. Right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Why? Because you had a group of people who in the midst of their um, cultural prosperity, their material prosperity had grown comfortable with mm. injustice and God saying that ain't how my people roll and I'm gonna make sure that I course correct. 
Yeah. You know, one of the things that we like, even in our day, so people will say, oh, like you're saying, you know, repentance over ritual. How does that look today? I think one of the ways it, it, it shows up today, bro, is that we think that our religious services, numbers, metrics, and even success, right, right in the actual worship gathering, right, yeah. will lead to the forgiveness or in right. some way alleviate us of the sin we commit outside of the worship service. Right. So we'll be like, no, no, we, we're, we're getting record numbers in baptism. Right. <laughs> But, 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 but outside of the church, like women are being the outside of the four walls on Sunday morning, yeah. women are being degraded and exploited and pounced upon uh, with those in power. And God is saying to come to my house before my throne and act as if you aren't living and treating people on the margins and those that are weak disgracefully. Like you're not just sitting out there to come to my house. That itself is a sin. Right. Like, like that doesn't please me right. and the thing i love is that god is clear about that but like you said man god is still at the same time and we can't even hold these together yeah. he is incredibly just and incredibly patient right yeah incredibly patient he's like yo if y'all just would have repented right i would have relented and 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 yeah just the stubbornness man and so i just I, my prayer is that we would if god gives us the chance to repent of regardless of what it is we would and we would see how kind he really is. Amen. Well. And that we would remember this is the first half of the book, right? So this is a whole <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. message. So this one does talk a whole lot about God saying, y'all can catch these hands, right? And and that God's judgment is right final when God is determined to do it. But tomorrow, what we will remember is that even though God's judgment is final, uh, uh, or God's word on judgment is final. Judgment is not God's final word, right? That's There's good, bro. Mercy. Mm. But remember, this is a, yep. a book as a whole, right? So don't yeah. form your whole theology on, ah. of, of God on one half of a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, let's pray. Father God, yeah. we thank you for the fact that you have been so patient and kind and gracious in the way that you reveal to us what your heart is, what you like and what you dislike. That's not meant to discourage us, Lord. It's meant to course correct and direct us away from what you hate and towards what you love. Lord, help us to follow your word and all of this. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen.